you do make me laugh when you decide to say something because I always hear the little buzz of your fan in the background when you click it on and then you say <laughs> I have to give him a couple of seconds and then he says something which I always kind of cut out in the editing <laughs> what are you doing now? I was wondering what that awkward silence was. Yeah, it's one of these stupid computers has a fan that's too loud. That's fine. It's just that I always hear that you're ready to say something. I think, oh, he switched it. Switched it on. <laughs> He's off of mute. He wants to say something. I have things that need to be heard. You must listen to me now. <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to see how long that silence would last before one of you two broke it. That's all. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking is, is what's with the awkward silence. And then he went on to explain what's causing the awkward silence. And then you're like, hey, I caused the awkward silence because I wanted an awkward silence and I wanted to see what you guys would do with it. And then he's all like, but that's OK, because every time you turn your fan on, I have to wait for 30 seconds to see if you want to say something. In which case, that also made sense because we have to wait for you to say something, because when your fan turns on, we know you want to say something. But in this particular case, you didn't want to say anything. You just wanted to turn the fan on. So we would think that you wanted to say something and just create an awkward silence, in which case. <laughs> and it's at that point in time he inserts the punch sound yeah. and we skip to the next part <laughs> yeah <laughs> the proper way to do a red there you go <laughs> how to word more good welcome to two titans and a hunter a destiny 2 podcast a show where we discuss tips tricks and tools to help all guardians succeed and enjoy playing more what makes us different well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. So did you get the notes this week to ignore? I'm looking at them now. Yep. Not that there's that much there. I looked at the 12. It's like, hey, guys, we put out a game. We're still working on the bugs. We're still tired. Just just go play it. Just, just play, play the game. We'll, we'll, we'll give you more stuff later, which right. is just as well. Oh, man. Dude, I've been playing an unhealthy amount of comp lately. Because you know how I made you guys a promise that I would be getting all the really difficult guns to get? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. since season started not yet not not i got i had the thorn already but since the season has started i've already gotten the recluse so i kept that promise to i think it was andy that kept yelling at me about that mm-hmm. and i'm on my last part of the quest for uh what's the gun that if you shoot your buddy it'll heal him lumina that's the one and uh all i have left to do is uh like the last steps on the solar hand cannon that's really good luna's howl and i'm just a few shots away from the sniper rifle (laughs) and the throwing and randy's throwing knife so if you guys like were scared to play comp or whatever that's why i'm going into this if you're scared to play comp or you hate it like me it's actually a lot easier to do this season because when you lose a game if you don't know you don't lose all of your progress. You just lose like one little square if you had a win streak and only a little bit of experience. So right now I've been chilling up in like the close to 4,000 range for a while. So it's actually not that difficult. And if you're worried about getting a team together, then you can just jump on to uh, what's that mode called where you just go by yourself? Yeah, the, the lone wolf, the solo lone list. Lone wolf, yeah. 
yeah. Don't go into the, the regular version because you're going to go up against teams. I learned that lesson out. I was like, why is everybody so freaking sweaty? And he's like, which playlist did you join? I told him, he goes, no, dude, if it's just you, you got to join the other one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then life became easy. <laughs> <laughs> if, only, if only there was some sort of show that would have told you that there was a playlist coming to solo queue into that you could have known about beforehand. But, you know, hey, learning what things the hard way is the way Respawn does things. Crucible, I stop listening. <laughs> as soon as you start talking, I stop listening. As soon as the recording starts, I stop listening. So there, <laughs> there's that, I guess. So it's just when the recording starts. Because it sort of feels like every time you just stop listening, just sort of full stop, no matter what the situation is. <laughs> Look, just because it's correct doesn't mean you have to verbalize it, all right? <laughs> Don't be that guy. So should we fumble our way through the show? Yeah. Shall I, I do introductions first? Because people may not know who we are again. Yeah. So you joined us this week for Two Titans and a Hunter, where we have returned with our hunter who's in a subdued state this week, and that is Respawn and your Two Titans, Parody and Night Demon. We now take uh, you into the show already in progress. Right. How am I in a subdued state? Explain this. You're very subdued today. Yeah. Subdued no. leads me to believe that I'm 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 locked down. I'm unable to move. I I cannot do something. You know, you're trapped. No, no that, that that's tethered. That's different. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> I wasn't here for the last episode, and I still haven't listened to it. So I don't know how badly you berated me for it. Oh, why would we berate you for it? Because that's what we do. Or at least I hope that's what we do. Uh, no, we first... don't do that. Fusco expressed his love for you at the very beginning of the last episode. <laughs> even, even, even on tape, there's actual evidence of this happening. I don't believe you. No, no, go and listen to it. <laughs> Just literally listen it's, to the first thirty seconds. Yeah, it, it's literally in the show opener. It's, it's not even. It's, you don't even have to dig. It's not even hidden. It's just right there no, at the top. You're at the top. Tell me to go look, and you're gonna. T you told me that he said something nice, and I know both of those things are lies. No, we don't lie. And We're not liars. Know, that's not true at all. <sighs> One of us, I know for a fact, is. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who that is. All right, let's move on. What do we got going on? How you're ranting. What, what are you angry about? Uh, I'm angry because sleep, and I have to go into work at some point in time today. And I'm, I'm, I'm upset because I left my charger for my laptop at work, so now I'm doing a podcast on the time limit because my battery is going to die. Who knows when? <laughs> so there's some factors. In no, that. no. What are you angry about in the game? We've put Respawn Rants right at the beginning so that you can get it out of the way and then calm down for the rest of the podcast. So oh, what is it that you want to rant I about this see. week? That means he hasn't um, even, even heard our dramatic reading of his last rant, and I'm disappointed now because I can't get his feedback on how we did. No. no. <sighs> because I had a feeling y'all guys were just going to make fun of me because a Titan ranting about Titan BS is just its not going to be the thing. Mm -hmm. And as far as, like, anger goes, I'm not really angry because <laughs> I was – no, I was angry. No, don't get me wrong. I was <laughs> – Tilted. Respawn saying he's not angry is like the like the colonel <laughs> saying, "Don't buy this chicken." I'm not really interested in selling you chicken anymore. No, I'm good. Right. No, I was beyond angry at the whole Titan changes <laughs> and how they are just so so overpowered. And I was just I was hating life. Anytime I saw a Titan in 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 one of my Crucible games, I knew for a fact without even looking, he's one of the one I'd match. I know he's running bottom tree striker, 
And I know if he's not wearing the one-eyed mask, he's got the peregrine grease. That was a true story all through Crucible. And I was so... I, there are no words to describe how I felt, so I'm not even going to try. But just know that there was a feeling that was indescribable hatred, right? But then, after I started playing with other people, and we had mics because I was on PC and you could just kind of hear each other when you play together, um, I found out that I am not alone in my struggles. Other Titans hate the Titan changes. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 what? He goes, yeah, man, it's, it's, too, it's, it's too powerful. You can't function in PvP unless you're playing a Titan or a hunter that just runs away from everyone and snipes them from across map, which sadly is what I had to resort to. But on the bright side, I've got a lot of sniper kills. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the, the Titan changes, they're just, they are bonkers, but I'm not really mad about that. And I don't, I don't really have a rant per se. I might have one as we go through these notes and something's reminded of me, but I woke up 39 minutes ago, so my brain's not functional yet. Uh, no, no, but, no, this is your chance. Yeah, well, if if you if you're not angry, then we can just skip. I'm just, I guess I'm 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 dejected. I'm sad about it at this point because even Imtash just saying the Titans are too strong. Even freaking um, is it Fallout? No, Ask the Cross was saying that Titans are too strong. When the, even the YouTubers that play Titans are saying, yeah, this is too much. That should be a sign, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying that that you know you got to buff other characters to the same level. I'm not even saying you gotta nerf Titans. I don't I don't know what the hell Bungie can do to fix this Titan overpowered problem. But I do know that it is a problem. And something has to be done about it. Because even when other Titan players are saying this is ludicrous, that's a sign, Bungie. <laughs> do something. Do anything. I don't care. Just don't make them stronger. <laughs> Please. So you're you're not angry or upset about the Eververse changes with um, all the different things that you cannot get this season, apart from purchasing with silver. You're happy with that, are you? Well, you've not even looked into that part yet. I did look into that part, but I feel like we've discussed that on another podcast. I I think I view the store as a way for them to fund their fund, fund their company, and I'm okay with it to a point. If hmm. you if you make better crap inside of the Eververse than what you get outside in the game, that's a problem. I haven't seen that so far, though. So until that becomes a problem... You know, it's just a way for them to help fund their company, which I'm okay with. But keep it that way. <laughs> yes, I understand there's exclusives that you have to buy, but that's with every single game that we live in these days. If you're going to complain about that with Bungie, you got to complain about that with every phone game you've ever played, with every freaking EA game you've ever played, with Activision game. You're going to have to complain to everyone about that. And I don't have that much time in the day. I could do it, but it would take a week, right? So as far as, you know, the Eververse changes, if you can't get it out in the game, boo-hoo. Just as long as it isn't better than something that you can get out in the game, you know? Like, um, if you're going to complain, I would complain about uh, how we, as people that are played for the DLC, people that have paid for the DLC, get an auto rifle and a light machine gun inside of our gifts that I don't think anybody else can get in the game ever. Somebody could correct me on this, but that auto rifle that you get from your prizes and that light machine gun that you get from your prizes, you can only get those if you bought the uh... season pass. Yes. But they're not game breaking. I don't know. That LMG is pretty good. Yeah, the, the auto rifle is not very good. 
I just got it the other day and because it's an auto rifle, I'm obligated to put it on and try it out. And yeah, it's 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 no. But there is a node further on that you can unlock where it says that you can get random drops of it throughout playing Crucible later on. So it's one of those plus um, shields that you can get that are, I think they're on the bottom. So it is uh-huh. a paid thing. So there are, you can get re-rolled versions of it through playing Crucible. Has but a again, chance to drop. We're jumping back to the whole, it's only available to the people that have paid for the DLC. If we're the only ones that can get that, and we're the only ones that can ever get that, that might be a problem for the other people that are currently playing the game. Because a friend of mine last night who used to play Destiny, he's actually in our clan. He's a staged tube. He just hasn't mm-hmm. been on Destiny in a long time. And he was talking to me about, hey, you know, what's good about Destiny? Should I get back on? And what's the differences between paid and not paid? And as I'm going through these details with him, I'm realizing, holy crap, you know, stuff like those weapons, he won't be able to get unless Bungie does something later that lets people get those after we've had time to play They probably will become, I mean, they did say, didn't they, recently that anything that's kind of in the passes or anything that's available through the various different things like the Vex Offensive, when those things go away, a couple of months down the line, things will be available for other players to get those things without having to have done those accomplishments. So maybe it's something they're going to work work around, work into. Yeah, they hopefully put them into the loop pool because I I assume yeah. because of, you know our Vex offensive and our Vex story that's part of the thing that where they're saying hey it's here the Vex are here now next season you know that that's going to end and those events are going to go away or at least change those things you know you got from these the season will go into the loop pool at some point now maybe like the faction rally gear or those catalysts where they put them in the gear in into the game a year later but at some point they'll be put in the game probably but even though yeah again the light machine gun i haven't really played with but the the auto rifle isn't the blue perfect is nothing really to write home about it's not anything interesting well so, it's a good uh, archetype uh, it just needs better roles than what we get from the prizes i like the archetype of it and i like how it fires it fires pretty yeah. well in my opinion but like you said the one that we get with those roles there the, the roles are crap if you can get better roles i'm pretty sure that'll be i found it quite useful for doing the vex offensive with the barrier champions i put one of the barrier mods on it because it was a slow firing uh, heavy hitting one it did quite well so yeah, it was, it was a reasonable one for that. Yeah, and that's why I like the LMG. People look at it, and um, they say it's 900 rounds a minute, and as such, they, they think that it's going to share the 900 rounds a minute damage type. Um, and it very well might, but when you use the thing, it, it might just be like maybe I'm in the zone or whatever, but I feel like it hits a lot harder than, than my hammerhead. And um, the one you get from the menagerie, the, the slow-firing, hard-hitting, yeah, you know, the fixed right. odds. Thank you. I don't think it hits harder than the fixed odds, but I think it has a higher DPS than the fixed odds. And um, you can fact check me on that once you get it. But I think it's a really good LMG. And this, the role that you get isn't bad. Could be better. But as an LMG, that's a really good one. However, don't take it into places that you use like the hammerhead for its accuracy because this bad boy does jump. This is a boss killer. Don't use it for accuracy. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so anyway, um, but yeah, that that's the only thing that I would be upset about as far as Eververse or as far as any rants goes is if people never got the chance to get those weapons. That That's a problem because my friend last night was was talking about getting back on Destiny and I gave him good arguments and he said, hey, in your opinion, is it better or worse than it was before? I said, I'll be honest with you. I think I think it's in a great spot right now. Destiny 2 
you, I can see what they're trying to do and where it is is good and where they're going, I think is going to be amazing. So if you want to jump back on Destiny, now's a great time to do it. You don't have to buy the DLC. You can just go to the moon and hang out and see if you want to. But yeah, you know, it's it's a good time to come back if you were thinking about it. So anyway. So our amazingly talented Titan parody will take you through this week at Bungie for October 10th, 2019. And that's a lot of pages. I'm sorry, Parody. There, there's really not that much there, though. There's not that many pages. So this week of Bungie, the hunt is on. The heroic nightmare hunts went live this week. Guardians must confront familiar foes from their past along with powerful champions who will become more challenging over the next few weeks as it, it, additional difficulties unlock. Keep a lookout as new nightmares urge for the legend and master hunts. So more than more than ogres? Just ogres? All the ogres? So I've killed a lot of ogres. Yeah, there's a lot of ogres... Uh, so here's a tip from us. A reason to do the higher nightmare hunts is for a chance for enhanced mods to drop. These include enhanced weapon mods for armor and enhanced nightmare mods to help tackle legend and master nightmares. Also in the database are supreme nightmare mods, which presumably can be obtained in legend for the master difficulty. If you go to destinysets.com and link your account, you'll be able to see which mods are available and which ones you currently have in your collection which they say is very mo- very beta, very untested, could possibly be totally broken, but it should at least give you a list of what's in the game, not necessarily what's on your character, though. Comes with no warranty. And they said, Bungie says, this event wasn't only started up this last week. The Vex didn't take too kindly to us venturing into the Black Garden, have begun their own invasion, and can be found mobilizing on the moon. Fight off the Vex in the new six-player activity, the Vex Offensive. It's available for all season pass owners, so that's, again... If you don't have the Season Pass, you can't play the Vex Offensive. And the Vex do spawn after a public event in that area on the moon. So initially we thought it was just totally random. So after a public event comes in, play the public event, finish that out, hang out there, the Vex Offensive will come in. So yeah, if you if you miss the public event in that area, it says you won't get into the Vex Offensive. So do you have to play the public event for the Vex Offensive? Mr. Night Demon, writer of show notes this week? Well, Or, or as long as you just hang out... No, Blue Screen and I complete the public event. No, 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 you don't have to. Blue Screen and I uh, zoned into an area where we saw that there was a public event going on. When we got there, there was no public event, so we'd kind of missed it. So we thought, okay, we'll just hang around, wait for the Vex invasion. Right. Nothing for 10 minutes. So we zoned back out, went to another one. There was a public event going on. We complete the public event, then the Vex invasion spawned. And then various testing throughout the week was, you know, we've been to public events where we hadn't completed it or we'd just turned up at the end and the Vex invasion would spawn rather than there wasn't anybody else in that area. Did somebody else complete the event? No, there wasn't. There wasn't anybody else in the area. Was there any participation? Like you accidentally shot somebody and said, hey, you it just it just went, you know, the event's over, they've disappeared. And then the Vex invasion happens like a couple of minutes later. But you have to kind of you have to be in that area around the time the public event is happening. As far as we found anyway, for the times that we've missed it and there's been no public event even when we zoned in there, you wait for like 10, 15 minutes, there's still no event. So interesting. Yeah, I have honestly haven't done enough of them since that first day to even to notice. So yeah, so if you're having problems finding one, maybe that's why. Go go look for public events, you know, participate in the public event and at least then it should hopefully assure you that the Vex offensive drops after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a guarantee so far for me. Yeah. Hedge your bets. Yeah. And then here's one for our, our uh, PVP folks that I've been struggling to get into matches with this week. 
the heavy ammo crucible changes. So earlier this week, they issued a server-side change to reduce the amount of heavy ammo spawning in the crucible. The change affected control, clash, and supremacy. Okay, Cosmo in the bungee forum says, due to recent feedback for the asking for the reduction of the amount of heavy ammo available in the crucible, we're now issuing a server-side change, and these following modes should be changed and live now. So in control, you'll have heavy ammo spawn at 45 seconds in, and then every two minutes after that. It was spawning 45 seconds in, and then every minute after that. So they've doubled, doubled the length between the spawns. In Clash and Supremacy, we'll now see heavy ammo every 60 seconds, and then every two minutes. It was spawning every 15 seconds and every 60 seconds. Jesus, that's crazy. It Okay, the couple of the matches I have been in, in that classic mix list, it did just feel like heavy was raining from the sky, like, you know, taking armament gambit invaders. So that would explain why it was 15 seconds. We don't have any server-side settings to change up the new 3v3 survival mode, but do plan on making the following changes in an update later this month. So they changed classic mix. They haven't changed the comp stuff yet. So is heavy still raining down and competitive? Uh, I feel like it is. I haven't, it's so I tough, haven't yeah. been doing a timer about it, but yeah, there's there's a lot of heavy, and there's a lot of Deathbringers too. <laughs> if you get into competitive, be prepared for that. So go get yours. That way you're not left behind. Seriously, go get yours. Could because you need it. Could because because you're gonna die. You, yeah, you we had a video die, on that last week. We had a video on that last week. That's oh, did fine. you? Okay. Yeah. So, so is is Deathbringers Death is Deathbringer the Destiny Two uh, uh, Galahorn? I think it's better than the Galahorn because I've seen those orbs chase people like halfway across the map. <laughs> they go for a long, long way, you know. So, like in my case, whenever I was just getting fed up, I would get the heavy. I'd shoot the Deathbringer, and those orbs would fly around the map, killing two or three people just oh interesting so it's yeah yeah i'm, I'm still working on my quest for it because i just hadn't hadn't gotten through it and i was watching 19 music the other day and i've seen other people you see it seems like yeah it, it's a galahorn and a nova bomb all in one yes you shoot a I rocket and then and then, and then the little you know slova bomb seekers seem to come out and see, it seems to be the same you know more or less the same mechanic from that because i yeah i've seen those chase people around and i've run from them <laughs> oh yeah and just one will kill you you don't have to hit people with multiple just one of the little orbs will be enough to kill you um, I don't know if it kills everybody at all resistances. I haven't seen anybody survive one yet. I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there with numbers, but it's from from my experience, this is an anecdotal thing, so don't fact check me. It never takes more than one orb to kill a guardian, so you could just fire those off, and it's like a better version of the spider bot because <laughs> this will track you down and kill you. Just what we needed—a right. better colony. <laughs> So they do say that survival will soon have heavy ammo spawning in at 60 seconds and then every 60 seconds later, just as the tiebreaker objective spawns. It's currently spawning at 30 seconds and then every 60 seconds, which, you know, would then explain a, re a couple of reasons why people are camping the heavy in the comp list. Um, the amount of heavy ammo granted will be reduced to the match amounts in elimination and the 6v6 modes. And they said they saw a lot of feedback making about the heavy round one or being removed but wanted to make sure that there was still incentive for players to maintain map control and not camping at the edge of the map you know once they have the life advantage so that's interesting and they are still experimenting with the 3v3 elimination game modes and that's going on in crucible labs if you weren't aware parody's favorite 
the first settings that they deployed saw heavy ammo spawn every 90 seconds into every round. Revive tokens were also enabled, but there was a bug causing heavy ammo to spawn instantly, <laughs> but they were able to get that fixed with the server-side change. Uh, this week, uh, these settings were slightly adjusted. So instead of receiving revive tokens, players can revive as many times as they, you know, as they want to. But the revive timer grows longer and longer. So every time the player goes down, it gets longer and longer to revive them. It's a bit like trials in Destiny One. That's what happened, wasn't it? Uh, one of the changes they made, I think, in Year Two or Three. And two additional uh, configurations will be introduced in the next weeks to come. The plans are to gather feedback on what you like best. And if you've been playing Elimination back in Destiny 1, uh, next week's settings might be familiar familiar to you. So that's going to be interesting. Although we're not going to be playing Elimination or competitive next week. It's Iron Banner time. I'm going to sure hope I can play some Iron Banner next week. Hopefully oh, yes. some of my max matchmaking issues will be resolved by then. I've had a heck of a time trying to get into games, even just like classic mix stuff where it, it'll load up 12 people and then kick us to orbit, load up 12 people and kick us to orbit and do that for about 10 minutes. And then I go That's give up and you. play something That's else. Comp was right. doing that to me. Yeah. Right. Same, yeah. Exactly I've seen a lot of people have the same problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause we, we tried going in the other night with, you know, uh, we had a, a team of six, couldn't get into a match. I've solo queued, couldn't get into a match. It just, it just will not complete the matchmaking for whatever reason. So Yeah, that's not just you. That's a server yeah. thing, man. Yeah, so hopefully they, they get some something in the works before Iron Banner drops on Tuesday. They won't. And, <laughs> yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah. But yeah, Iron so... Banner, it does not it does not give you glory, right? It's only valor. It's just valor. But yeah, you get uh, double the amount of um points for like yeah. the revoker challenge or i think it's for the grenade launcher as well the, right um, yeah you, you just you just get valor but it, they do sort of treat it as a competitive game type so any per any yeah uh experience boost or yeah the the pinnacle weapon boost you get from a competitive game you will get an iron banner as well as yeah, a reminder so everybody it is i need to get 5500 glory so i can get my freaking not forgotten dude well then you'll be in <laughs> then you won't be playing iron banner and that won't help you i guess I, you the, can take a week off and play Iron banner yeah, yeah I guess. the light enabled game type so again though for those of you who have been around you understand this iron banner comes around it's a pvp activity where your light matters the higher light you are the more damage you'll do the more resistant you are if you walk into iron banner at 750 and there are people at 900 and above you're gonna get murdered it's like walking to a raid underpowered on day one. You're going to get murdered. What's that mean? You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> bad things will happen to you. Yeah, this this game mode turns up every month, and literally every month it changes slightly. They they tweak it, and but for the last Iron Banner, it was pretty much the same for the whole season of Opulence. But for Season of Undying, Lord Saladin will make his first appearance and it seems to be pretty much exactly the same kind of Iron Banner that we've had in the last couple of instances, but the way that you get the rewards has been changed again. So it's starting on 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, on Tuesday the 15th of October, and 4 a.m. in New South Wales, I'm guessing that's right, for Sydney time, on Wednesday the 16th of October, and it ends... Same kind of times on Tuesday, the 22nd of October and Wednesday, the 23rd of October for the Australians. 
And they say this season, willing combatants will have a chance to earn a new iron will armor set. And the way that the they've changed it is that there's new seasonal pursuits that must be completed prior to beginning turning in your tokens to purchase packages from Lord Saladin. The pursuits are character-based and the rewards are the new set of Season 8 armor, much like we had last season. So every step that we did last season, I believe, that you know you start your class item, then it went to boots, then it was chest, then it was gauntlets, and then it was helmet as the last piece of the quest. So again, we're going to have something similar to that. And it says most of the objectives within the pursuits track progress at any point during the season. So like we had with the last season, you can do it over multiple events. So for the next, I don't know, 10 weeks, I think we've got, or eight weeks we've got left of it, Iron Banner will probably show up another couple of times and you'll have those couple of times to actually earn the armor and progress. Yeah, there's usually three Iron Banners per season because seasons run about three months on average, and they usually yeah. put in about one a month, give or take, unless something has to be taken away or moved or rearranged because something's totally broken. So it says, until the season pursuit has been completed, all rewards will be obtained from completing matches and bounties, and all the rewards are weapons until the season pursuit is completed. So again, like we had last year where people were trying to just... Um, get their swarm of the raven so they weren't doing the quest they were just turning their tokens to get uh, a good or a god roll of the swarm of the raven it's going to be pretty much the same as what we played last season so if you if you're unaware like we've just said complete the quest and you'll get different parts of the armor and as you complete the matches those pieces of armor will have a chance to drop along with the weapons until you've completed the whole set and then once they've all completed they'll have a chance of getting the whole set and the whole set of weapons that are available to drop at the end of matches and completing bounties. And that is per character. Are they going to release what this list is? Because I'm going to be really tilted if it's something like must score 300,000 grenade launchers. Funny enough, I've gone away and found it for you. Have you really? Just, are you sure? Just just below. Are you sure? At, you at, the, you read the at, notes. at the bottom of that page where it says Iron Banner Quest Steps, there's nothing that says that. Why are you making fun of me? I just they want to point out, and I'm not 100 percent sure on it. They say the existing seven bounties that they offered powerful rewards for last season have been adjusted to offer pinnacle rewards, which is 960 power max. So again, you're not going to get if you're 950, you're not going to get a boost right up to 960. You're probably going to get a 951, 952, roughly. You've actually got to a max level. So these are powerful rewards, but there are only four available per event but they're tracking a bug in which the four bounties are, that are offering the pinnacle rewards rotate each daily allowing for more than four to be completed during the single don't event. fix it don't so... fix it don't fix it don't fix it yeah. leave it alone God, Bungie, leave it alone <laughs> but you've got to complete the quest to then get the armor pieces so you've got to rush through that quest to get those armor pieces to drop higher and because they're going to be pinnacle rewards, they are going to be of higher stat rolls as well, which is quite interesting. So because Iron Band has its own version of control, the heavy ammo spawning changes that they made earlier in the week will not be affected or be reflected in this Iron Banner, but they are planning to make changes in the future. So until the next Iron Banner, basically, or it could be the one after that, depending, like we've had in previous Iron Banner, so they said, oh, we'll fix it for next. Um, yeah, we'll fix it. For, um, it never mind. We'll fix it at the end. You know, you guys. Oh, we'll fix it next year. We'll fix it in the next DLC. <laughs> yeah. We'll fix it in the next game. Yeah. It, it will be fixed eventually. You don't Hopefully, know when, no. but it I don't will. Think it will. 
it it will eventually. And fixed fixed is kind of a general term. By fixed, do they mean they're going to make it functional? Or by fixed, do they mean they're (laughs) going to get rid of it and completely change it? So could go either way. Yeah, Whatever. Saladin's very moody. He he likes to make decisions on the fly and then just you know send down send down the birds from on high to tell all the good people what's going on. So you know whatever Saladin's mood is that day, that's what we're doing. The best bet is if you are at nine fifty, complete the quest steps first before you turn in those bounties because those bounties could then reward you higher power gear um, for like the armor drops if you're looking for armor because that may be the the thing that you're struggling to get higher light on. So wait until you've kind of complete the quest steps and then turn in those bounties. Although you'll probably be tempted to do them if the bug's still in effect every day. So keep a track of it on probably the best bet would probably be on the Bungie Twitter if they say they've updated it and things like that. So Also, there's this podcast called Two Titans and a Hunter that will keep you up to date. So keep listening. Yeah, uh, but no, yeah, but if, and, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if like we're not going to be out until next week, you know, when Iron Banner is over and done with. So... Unless it's not fixed for that it week. Doesn't week. Listen, listen to us all these times for the next Iron Banner. We'll, we'll keep you educated. Yes. Look, what he's saying about us not being out until after it's over, it's all it's all pish posh. It's all irrelevant. Look, just keep listening to us. I don't care. We have your most up-to-date, uh, as soon as it comes out, information. You might get that information a week later, but just know <laughs> that as soon as it came out, we gave it to you. All right? It's important. Okay. So shall I take you through the Iron Banner quest steps for this season? Those don't exist. You can just Absolutely. That's not a thing. No, that's not a thing. So hey, ste- I haven't done anything yet. Would you like to de- you take us through the steps then? No, I don't want to. You didn't think about me first. You do it. You couldn't even <laughs> find them on the page just now. You were asking. I want to know what these quest steps were. Because, no, these quest steps, it doesn't say Iron Banner quest steps. It says something else. It says Iron Banner quest steps. It doesn't say that. It says quest steps for Saladin. No, and I thought you says, were trying to teach us how to be a chef. You know, I was like, it says Iron Banner quest steps. That's not what it one. says, man. Stop Spectacle. making fun of me. Stop jumping on me like this. I, I'm, I don't appreciate it. I feel offended. I feel I feel picked on. I'm and, sorry and, that reading and, is, and... is not fundamental. I hear hooked on phonics can work for you. It's It's got a real hard phone number. You're going to need to write it down. It's 1 800. <laughs> <laughs> right. The Iron Banner quest steps for this season. Step one. Spectacle. So you have to capture zones, defeat opponents, and super final blows. So, basic steps. Capture 10 zones, defeat 30 opponents, and 3 final super blows. Pretty easy. Step 2. Intent. Complete matches, kills with pulse rifles. So, capture 20 zones this time. You can see where this is going. Complete 6 matches, 25 pulse rifle final blows. Step three, timing. Defeat opponents, fuse your own full final blows. So get your air tills out and your Yotuns. This will be good for that. Capture 30 zones. Opponents defeated, 100. Fusion rifle final blows, 20. So basically 100 fusion rifle final blows there with the Yotuns. Step four, execution. Capture zones and learn to final blows. Capture 40 zones. 15 super final blows and 15 SMG final blows. So your recluses, your huckleberries, any of those new Vex offensive ones are pretty good. Step five is conviction, capture zones and complete matches. You have to capture 50 zones, complete 15 matches and get 10 grenade launcher final blows. Step six, 
forge bone, return to Saladin, and you're done. That's the end of the quest. And remember, every character has to go through that, a bit like we did last season. Any questions, Respawn? Uh... At first, I was like, that doesn't seem like it's uh, it's very difficult. But now, when you mention that you have to do it with every character, that, that hurts my feelings. But no, I actually have one serious question, right? So when it says opponents defeated 100, right, for step three, you did say earlier in the podcast that that's cumulative, right? So as soon as you hit step three, if you've already killed 100 uh, opponents inside Iron Banner, it'll just complete that step you don't have to get to step when, three and so, then when, when did i say that it's a cumulative yeah it's it's not cumulative it never has been no no it's not i thought you said something you know you'll only be able to do it once you get to step three so yeah any other people most, that most you killed before that your pursuit track won't. progress at any point during the season of the undying what are you talking about so okay it's yeah, it says the way you earn rewards in Iron Banner is changing this season. And one of the things that you said is most of the objectives within the pursuit track. So I thought you were talking about these quest steps mm -hmm. at any point in time during the season of the Undying can be completed, even if you have not yet acquired the pursuit. Yeah, so you could so do that... step one this season, this um, month. Next month, you could do step two. You don't necessarily have to do it all in the one Iron Banner in the one week. That's what oh, that so that's what that means. Okay, yeah. I thought it was like it keeps track of all the things that you're doing in Iron Banner, and when you reach that quest step, it says, "Hey, you've done this already." No, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that would have been too easy. All right, that sucks. But the um, damage scaling on Iron Banner. So if you are worried about going in at 750, um, it probably won't be as bad because they know there are a lot of people that will be coming into Iron Banner this season. There is a kind of gradual damage scaling so if you are going up against 950s you will probably still have a chance but you know as long as they don't see you and you <laughs> shoot them four times with a shotgun before they have a chance to turn around and look at you no. then you'll be fine no i think they've probably adjusted it and haven't actually told us um again because they seem to do that every time that we do a jump in light they um, change the, the damage scaling for it so I wouldn't be too worried at 750 because we, we had the Iron Burden last season, which was uh, a token that you could put on yourself, that you could turn yourself to be 100 light levels lower. And that was achievable. You know, there was a, uh, there was a, an achievement. There was a, a um, emblem available for that. There was not that. an achievement or an emblem, and Night Demon has neither one of those things, so I don't know what he's talking about. You know, for doing a stupid amount of killing. So it, things like that are possible. So if you are 750, it is a way for you to kind of just go in and do the, the quest steps and do the bounties. Don't worry about losing. You know, it doesn't really matter. You get the gear that you want to get. So don't worry about it. Step in, have a bit of fun. It's worth doing it. A lot of people will be capturing zones. So as long as you're capturing zones, you're contributing towards the team. Yeah, sorry, Garden of Salvation, world's first team. They're still the world's first. Still, can't take it away from. I cut it down even more so you didn't have to read it. <laughs> so Team Clan Ascend emerged victorious and they finished an astonishing two minutes before the second team, which was probably Datto again. Um, Bungie have had an interview with Ascend asking them to share a bit about their experience. Um, and we'll link the This Week at Bungie in the show notes because it's quite a long read. So if you're interested in seeing how they prepared and their thoughts on it, it's in the um, This Week at Bungie. Hold on. I need to stop for a second. 
So there was an opportunity for Night Demon ha to have, what was that? Quite a long read. And you turned down the chance? Look, Did they beat right? us. They beat us the world first. I'm still bitter. <laughs> <laughs> My, um, I'm see. not going to give them the satisfaction of talking about them. Go read no. it. Let's see how how many days. So let's see how many days ago did they did they complete this and we haven't gotten. <laughs> well, Damon just because we're still counting, time, it would seem, <laughs> and we all tried to do it yesterday, but nobody showed up. <laughs> so. so, so by we all tried, you mean nobody actually tried? Look, me. It was me. It was Demon. Parody was going to get on, meaning you. <laughs> and I did later in the day when I said I, when I said I would. And no, when I, just... I did, there was only blue screen. There was nobody else. So yeah, no, I just you, you were monster hunting, and uh, that's it. Because whenever I said Detrick, or Parody said he was going to be online later, I was thinking of Detrick because I do that now, I guess. And then I realized, wait, no, we, Parody is you. We you are not the same people. Panoramics and I are the same person. We share a brain. We're the same person. Dedrick, he is not part of the triumvirate. He's not. Listen, Dedrick is his own man. He's 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 a different person. He works. Scheme, he works in a very a cold place with Dedrick lots of produce. Are the produce. exact same person like Demon and Houndish are? No, no. Dedrick is a smaller man that works in a much colder environment with lots of fruits and vegetables. We are different people. Pain and I, same person. You'll never see us in the same place at the same time. Dedrick, totally different person. So we've got to the an exciting part of the show that everybody waits to hear. How do I know you're and not? it's Parody's patch note previews. I can't, I can't prove that you don't. Or Parody's hotfix previews. So Parody will now take us through the hotfix 2.6.0.3. Uh, we can't preview because it it's already been deployed. We deployed hotfix 2.6.0.3 to all platforms. This hotfix targeted the emergent issues with people participating in equipment locked activities not receiving their Gate Lord's Eye artifact when claiming it at season rank 7. So that thing we talked about last week, yeah, they fixed it for this week. There are, however, still a bunch of known issues. So again, if you're having an issue, go to the known issues thread in the help forum. Some of the known issues are players may encounter crashes in the GoFan and Forge. Yes, they will. The Enhance EDZ quest no longer is no longer available to veteran characters. The Exodus Black Nexus yeah, the Exodus Black Nessus quest cannot be reclaimed if abandoned. Some players who create a new character right before October 1st will be at zero power when logging in. To resolve this, you need to delete that character, create a new character, and then they'll be where they should be. <laughs> so everybody's gear was pushed up to 750, except that guy. <laughs> you don't get 750, you get to stay at zero. All yeah. right. You get nothing, you lose. Good day, sir. The show me what you got achievement slash trophy can no longer be unlocked on characters created prior to Shadowkeep. This can be unlocked by creating a new character and then proceeding through the new light experience. Which makes sense. If you're not doing that, you can't get the thing. The perk for Luna Faction boots do not describe their updated functionality, which we talked about before. They still say they'll constantly reload your weapons. They do not. The Scan Patrol Triumph won't gain progress if scans are completed in the chasm area on the moon. And then Cosmo has some information for us, and that's been the end of our patch notes that they fixed. And things that are still broken, and uh, as we talked about, matchmaking and Crucible, still very broken. And any other bugs you guys have run into? Anything else that you're scratching your head about? Have, have we figured out what the question mark quest thing is all about? 
No, but apparently the team is aware of the question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, bugged quest step going to your postmaster and getting stuck. So they're aware of it. Well, very good. Yeah, because I've got it. And it says talk to Eris, but Eris does not want to talk about it. So it's it's in my inventory. I can't delete it. Can't do anything with it. It sits there very happily in my inventory with a bunch of question marks. I kind of thought it was one of those things. Remember back, wasn't wasn't it where around the same time of the, the Wolves DLC? Where you would get those quests and they were like garbled or, or missing. It was sort of like a yeah, fill in the blank the thing. Patrol, you, you, wasn't it? you did four patrols and then yeah, you got a random patrol suddenly transmitted to your ghost, which was question mark, where you had to go and figure out what to do. And normally the first part was to do a, a weird dance and then yeah. it was to go off and kill like a taken captain and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, sort of, you sort of had to do the thing until it would sort of, you know, hangman style display words you could be like okay it's this one it's that one it, it's go pick up materials in the world let's go shoot this guy it's yeah yeah I it, thought it, it might be yeah, do, yeah do a funny dance was part was always part of it so i was like maybe it's one of those but yeah nothing nothing i've done so far has progressed it and it's still just a bunch of question marks so just broken yeah i saw i saw mason sean some others talking about it so i'm guessing if those folks hadn't seen any any progress on it then it probably there isn't anything to be found yeah, so there's additional news and information that we've got from Destiny Roundup. Cosmo believes that finishers give damage resistance, but not invulnerability. Uh, the player's guide has been fixed accordingly, and that was a post on Reddit. Cosmo has passed along feedback to the team about too much heavy ammo in the Crucible, also letting them know about Comp 3v3 survival, in particular where the heavy is most disliked. Um, he will also let the team know about the issue with the clans and roster pages. I'm not sure what that is. He will also look into the the stat nerf on armor 1.0, which is intentional or a bug, because a lot of that armor that I've seen is very low compared to what we've actually currently got, and I think that's in comparison, like like old raid gear with new raid gear, it, it's looking like in the low 30s, whereas like the the new stuff's dropping in like the 60s so it's quite a significant bug to happen if it is intentional or if it's a bug beastborn's feedback on the one-eyed mask has been passed along and that was a post on twitter no actually just normal feedback on the one-eyed mask has been passed along <laughs> it probably was how do you know it wasn't me though uh just to let you know that skill-based matchmaking is in on comp and feedback around the artifact mods is being collected and feedback around champions and overlord shield piercing unstoppable mod, unsp- unstoppable mods is being collected. And there was also an issue locking the key mold from the Izunami quest line that is being investigated. And there's also a bug been logged on the lack of players on the moon outside Sanctuary. And this is under investigation. Yeah, I think we discussed that a couple of days ago, didn't we? When Or it might have been Blue and myself. That we were doing like the Vex invasions, and there was only literally the two of us in that area or that instance. Um, maybe we'd have one other random guardian show up. But I expected there to be like swarms of guardians to take down these things. Yeah, I've run into the same thing even when I've been in solo. It'll be like me and maybe one other blueberry, but not, you know, pe- you know, I was in an area where I saw more people before, and then all of a sudden it's like everyone's just gone. It's like the Vex show up and everyone runs away, and you're like, uh, you actually I'm, get blueberries though? I'm like, not trying to solo this. Like, honestly. S- sometimes, like, sometimes I do, and sometimes it's just me and me and Blue or me and Pan and, you know, who, you know, whoever my fire team is. That's why I so, was asking. Because yeah, when I'm sometimes I'll have blueberries, guys, sometimes no. That's all I see. And when I'm solo, I don't see not even blueberries. I see no one. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely weird because, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of a lot of variations of it. Of There might be one person 
or yeah, people that I swear there were more a minute ago have now just all left. I don't know. But what's interesting with that, and I don't think a lot of people realized it until recently, that the Vex offensives, sorry, the the Vex invasions can be like made into heroic. If you defeat those first three champion bosses, you can then get a I can't remember what they're called, harpy thing. Um, you know, like the overlord it's a, it's a or giant, whatever. Yeah, it's a giant harp. Uh, not harpy. It's a giant uh, vex eye. Uh, I can't remember what oh they're called God. now. Uh, Hydra. Hydra. Giant Hydra. Giant Hydra, which is basically your heroic version. It won't tell you on the screen it's heroic. You'll just see that like you've defeated the three, and then there'll be another vex invasion that suddenly spawns in that area. If you defeat that one, hmm. you have a chance to get high powered gear from it, and you can do that. Uh, I think two times per character per week from what I've heard from other YouTubers and other people. So if you are in an instance, it's worth kind of trying to figure out and, and staying there. If there's other blueberries or other teammates there, destroy the three, go for the fourth. You've got a chance of a high power drop to come from that last boss. Two. There's two. Yeah, I just said two. But you don't get two drops from that one boss. You get you have oh, to okay. do. It two I didn't times. hear you say two. You were breaking up on my side. Sorry. You're also aware of an issue with the uh, game freezing during forges. Yes. So that's fun. And there's also apparently some late breaking Destiny Roundup news of the. There's an issue with Divinity crashing players' games in competitive. That's being investigated. Well, um, that's because they went and they got the Divinity. I, I don't like <clears throat> don't like people that went. There we that. go. That's what that is. Yeah. And Cosmo, Cosmo has the rest of these. Uh, every Red War exotic except for the Risk Runner was moved to World Drops because there was that quest for the Risk Runner where they really want you to have a Risk Runner. <laughs> uh, they talked about you know to to fix the heavy the to basically put the heavy change into Iron Banner that would have had to postpone the Iron Banner. They decided it wasn't a big enough issue to work to be worth postponing, so they didn't. Um, but don't worry, those that have played in this Iron Banner will get an emblem saying let heavy exactly. rain yeah. for this season <laughs> exactly we'll remember it when it was it was good like this all right and then yeah and then the rest are just more things that we've talked about already so i think those are the only last couple things uh and then the clan list bug where you can see where you can't see their online status unless your friends has also been logged so maybe that was a clan list thing they were talking about okay fair enough or they can be in your clan but then you can't interact with them because it doesn't show you when they're online unless you're also friends Defeating the purpose of having a clan list, but that's okay. <laughs> I, would, I would like to ask Bungie, could, could we have more people on the clan? Because having 100 people and now having people on separate platforms, we need more people. We need more humans. We're, we're having to go through no, no, and no. say, okay, who hasn't played no, no. in a while? We have to boot you we out need and get more people in. We need 300 per clan because you never know if you're going to get 100 people on PC and yeah, PlayStation. That, that would be nice. Even in and, and, and even if you have the slots limited and say you know yeah even if you have them set to a hundred a hundred a hundred, whatever that would be fine because we have again you've given us the ability to play on multiple platforms, but if we have say mostly an Xbox clan with some PC people in it cough frozen cough, you have to find room to get some PC people in because there's just no room for them because you've already filled up with Xbox folks, and vice versa, and everything else that's out there in the world. So it would be nice just to have more people in your clan or have, you know, be able to have like, like a PC clan. You can link to your Xbox clan, something. I don't know. I know that's maybe what, you know, they'll say that's what your friends list is for, but come on, we want to be clan friends. <laughs> that's why you have this whole clan thing. Like it, it, it's there, but it needs to be more useful. It needs to be more friendly. I still want some clan management tools, something 
and they're just really there really isn't yeah i mean there's a there's quest steps there's achievements there's even bounties that you have to do with your clan and it'd be helpful if there was more spaces for clan members so yeah and while they're you don't at kick it, people out and have them come right back while they're at it they can increase the vault size because you know what i want to hang on to the no. armor point 1.0 and i want the armor no. 2.0 i want all the things I need. No, you don't. Do. Let it go. I can't. You know, no. I heard from a reliable source that um, Anonymous is going to get a hold of his account and delete everything out of his vault except his exotic weapons. I'm just saying. We advertised like two weeks back Pan Panoramics' vault cleaning services. He will do a absolute phenomenal job on your vault. It will be so clean when you go in there next time. You will smell. It, it, you'll get that fresh, you know, new vault smell. Yeah, but you you have to, you have to volunteer for that service. Anonymous just volunteers you. The thing is, I think <laughs> if somebody did go into my vault and delete all the 1.0 armor, I'd know it was missing, but I wouldn't know what was missing. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, you're exactly. It's like I've been robbed. What did they take, sir? I I don't know. But something. It was all the 1.0 versions of me. the stuff that I wanted to keep. Yeah. Something is gone, and I don't know where it went. <laughs> We're making through this in a record time. Now we can go into all your bills. I told you, it's because he's subdued this week. He's really quiet. What do you mean it's because I'm subdued? I'm not subdued. You are. You're like, you've been beaten to death. Subdued, tired. Wally bopped. He's been wally bopped in the corner too much. (laughs) No, but it wasn't by the wife this time. Accurate. (laughs) Yes, so we've now come to the best part of the show, which is the tips, tricks, and builds. So... Building on what we did last week with the vast amount of guides and builds and things, this week we're going to throw more videos that you to watch, that I've watched, that are really, really interesting. I don't know if you guys have seen any of these. Chime in if you have, because... I've watched, I've looked at the list and all the ones from Astacross and Amtashed and... Um... That's it. I've watched all okay. those because th- those guys are on my feed now and the Choose Forever one. But I don't know who this Andy Kutch guy is, Professor Broman or Ninja Pop. Please don't, don't admit that on a podcast. Anyway. I don't know them. You're not famous enough for me. You should put us on your channel, whatever the hell that is, and then I might know you. How about that? <laughs> so the first guide that we've got is by Eeroh, who's got an artifact guide. And I found this really interesting. I think it's about 16 minutes long, but it goes into detail about each mod that you can get from your artifact and what are the best ones to use. So he literally breaks it down in detail and goes, this is for this, this is for this, this can do this, this can do that. You know, I found it invaluable to watch. It was a very, very good thing to watch. So go watch it. It really, really does help. Ninja Pups has a guide on how to get all the armor mods that are available. So he goes over all the places that you can obtain the armor mods in Shadowkeep and where you can keep a track on it with the Destiny sets like we mentioned earlier. Again, I will link that in the show notes as well. Mtash asks his followers to send him proof of like videos or clips or just photos of high stat rolls on armor because he was interested in what kind of how high these armor pieces can actually go because of you know where you're kind of getting them from like is it just the raids or is it just you know well drops and things like that so a lot of his followers sent him pictures and videos and he goes through what you should kind of hang on to and what you should be looking out for in that video also with that 
he has another video on how to get the best armor sets in Shadowkeep. And in this video, he goes into more detail, basically explaining where to farm the best armor. And it's not just the new raid, apparently. So pinnacle rewards will drop higher stat rolls as well as the old raids, which he found quite um, remarkable. So you can go back in and do like Last Wish, you can do Leviathan. And if you've been able to speed run those things, you can just keep doing it again and possibly get higher stat rolls. And in the video, he kind of goes over all of those different things that you could kind of do rather than trying to rush through into the new raid. Respawn, have you, been, have you seen it. a couple of these? Have you seen these MTash guides? I've actually watched all the MTash guides, especially since he's gotten his new glasses. I feel like he's one of us now. <laughs> he's got too old now. He has to wear glasses to actually look at the screen. <laughs> you remember the first game he played after that? He goes, oh my God, I can see Crystal Clear yeah. and I suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, was, that was funny. Mtash is a good guy. I like him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I saw all the Mtash and all of the, uh, oh God, Ash the Cross. So I have been keeping up with those. Okay. So, so I'm not sure if you're aware of this respawn, but there is a, an armor piece that the Titans can wear. It's exotic Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, paired with a certain type of shotgun. And it's not just a, it's multiple, but yes, I know what you're getting at. <laughs> and the top tree sunbreaker. So yeah. thinking of this, yeah. um, Nkooch has put an easy 918 Masters Nightfall final boss guide requiring three titans, Peregrine Greaves, a one-two punch shotgun, and top tree stunbreaker. It doesn't require, hold on, no, he even said himself, it doesn't require... Also, now that we're talking about this video, I now remember who Incutch was. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Okay. Um, he, he said himself, it doesn't require three Titans. It is best with three Titans, but you can still do it with one or two Titans. It will just take longer. You have to specify. I, I was. So best with three Titans. I was. It's best with three Titans because what you want to kind of do, you want to do the one-two punch shotgun shot as you're flying towards the witch at the end. And if you all time it and get her on the crit spot all at the same time, she goes down first time without having to worry about the ads coming out of the doors. Whereas if you don't time it right and you all still strike her, you'll take down like three quarters of her health and you'll still have to fight the ads. But saying that, he does have a hiding spot that you can hide on one of the corners of the posts outside in the... <laughs> There's kind of an inner, inner area and an outer area on one of the points you can literally hide from any of the enemies um, and he shows you where to go and do that so if you are getting swamped with the enemies there is a spot for that as well but whereas Nkooch has the final boss guide Cheese Forever has a 980 master nightfall tips and tricks so this is a good video for anybody that wants to get to the final boss because let's face it it's not a, a straightforward path and that involves going through a lot of the champions um, and different parts of the map where you can kind of hide and do different things and cheese kind of takes you through all the tips and tricks that he's kind of picked up on how to get through that as a team the word you're looking for is yeah yeah because you said there's a lot of and then there was a pause and the word you were looking for was there's a lot of you have to go through inside these okay. 89 falls no there's not a that but there's a lot of um, fighting that you have to do and a little a lot of areas that you kind of have to fight a lot of the barrier champions 
that's what I was kind of. Have you done one of these yet? I done the nine twenties. I haven't gone any higher uh-huh. yet. Do yeah. the nine eighties and then tell me there's no BS in it. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll tap cheese up for that later then. <laughs> right. So anyone that is interested in doing the new Garden of Salvation raid or as you know, trying to gather a team, go in fresh. We have several guides for you because I know what it's like. You, you kind of fall into one category of liking to watch one person. So we have Ninja Pups Full Garden of Salvation Raid Guide. We have Kakis HD, which is Rick Kakis, Full Garden of Salvation Raid Guide for Dummies. And Nkooch's 10-Minute Guide for the Garden of Salvation Raid. So read into the you titles really as you wish. You really don't like Rick Kakis <laughs> We have Ninja Pups with the full Kakash HD and then Incoots. <laughs> so, why don't you like Kakash, dude? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he used to be good. Now he's got a lot of clickbait, but there's like, I, I sense genuine hatred. No, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put some of these videos in if, the, if they weren't a good watch. It's just the title of it for dummies. It doesn't kind of speak to something that I'd actually want to watch myself. You, on the other hand, would watch that and go, ha, 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 and find it funny. Um, yeah, because it's, 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 he did it because of the books, man. You know, like, hey, programming for dummies. It, it's, 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 it's a cliff notes. Man. Yeah, okay. Come on. What are you doing? Don't try to, don't try to, don't try He's to. Disappointed. Okay. And then we have, don't be that guy. then we have Professor Broman. Just because you're British Listen. doesn't mean you don't have dummies. Okay. We did books for dummies. So uh-huh. Professor Broman has a full Garden of Salvation raid. And this isn't a guide, but it is just like his full raid with the Divinity uh, Trace Rifle Solutions. So it's an hour and 49 minutes with the full raid. And it goes through all the different puzzle solutions for the Divinity that you have to do all in one raid. So once you've picked up the quest step and you do the first part of it at the beginning of the raid, you have to actually go through and solve all the puzzles all the puzzles and i believe there are six of them throughout the raid so you have to do it all in one run and professor broman's video takes you through that got anything else you want to say about that no good i mean if you're giving me an opportunity well, there's always an opportunity if you do <laughs> say something no 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 you, you've covered everything i'm i'm looking at the links ahead and um i'm waiting for those okay good so we have a couple of good builds for us titans out there and i know that that somebody's gonna moan about that in just a second no oh, you no, no that's what i'm no you're no, excited no, no, about no, watching no, no these well not the one pump broken double action that kiss my ass but after that um i actually because i started uh leveling up my titan so that we could level up my hunter to the fullest and i tried one of these that magnetic darkness thing <laughs> that's dirty mm-hmm. <laughs> so dirty and you don't need broken exotics for it. that that's how a titan should be you know you don't you shouldn't have broken exotics you should have an exotic that does a thing and then you can do cool things with it not just i am the god of pvp bs but yeah anyway continue okay so we have destiny fun police has got a broken double pump action shotgun video where oh, hang on a second i'm getting a call is it Destiny Fun Police or is it uh is it Rick Kakis <laughs> call, calling, calling you Destiny to tell you and be like I'm, I'm uh, Is this yeah. Rick calling you to tell you how disappointed he is in you? I think the other Titan should continue while he's on a call. 
I have not watched any of these videos and I have no idea what, what they're talking about. No, okay, so their videos, um, their builds, Destiny go Bump use them. Broken double pump action PvP gameplay of his setup with the one eyed mask. <laughs> oh, sorry, that uh, involuntary reaction and uh, a class item with pump action. So you get double the super gained stacked with 100% max intellect. So basically, max out your intellect and you get your super back really fast when you use the one eyed mask and the pump action class item. Okay, and lots of shotguns. Run up to people, shoot them, and then super them. Got it's not it. like people don't already do that anyway. It's just this one's talking about... Well, he Max does say it's a very anyway. toxic video to watch. Yeah. I imagined Respawn watch it going, I hate Titans. I hate one-eyed I, mask. I do. I do. And that makes it even worse when they can get their Ooh. super back so freaking fast in PvP. Not PvE. We're not talking about a PvE broken build where you have 100% uptime on super. We're talking about... They took this away from hunters with our infinite, you know, uh, dual blade. I'm gonna kill you for the whole game, BS, and gave it to Titans. So, yes. Anyway, <clears throat> if the hunters aren't worthy of the gifts of the gifts that Bungie bestows upon them, that's not our fault. Be more yeah. worthy next time. Whatever. So, did you want to take us through the other two as to cross? I can take them. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, knock, knock, thunder, titan build. Uh, with the new mods you can get from the artifact, there's one called Thunder Coil, which boosts melee damage for arc. Um, he goes over the numbers for PvP and how to stack it with exotics and weapons. I don't, I don't remember this one. Hold on. I think it's Bottom Tree Striker. Uh, I don't remember this video. I'm sorry. Do you remember this one? Yes. This. Is, All right. Go ahead. And you uh, he pairs it with the uh, Synthesept Gauntlets. So you imagine the amount of power that you get with that. But he also kind of shows you damage numbers for with a one-two punch shotgun uh, with the synthesets and the different uh, sub uh, with the different trees on the um, striker titan. So he shows you what kind of damage that you can get with those. So it's it's really cool to kind of watch what you can actually do in PVE. And I think this is one of those things where if you put that on your class item with the Peregrine Greaves, which is why they've been able to kind of do this insane amount of damage to Nightfall bosses and even raid bosses as well. So it's worth a watch kind of to see how you want to kind of build your Titan. So even if you can't get to what Aztecross has got, it's worth kind of trying to get to that kind of area of doing the, the amount of damage so that you're kind of that person in the team it's, it's definitely worth a watch and you said you you tried the um the next build yeah the next build is actually very very dirty um i'm gonna go over the the the, the overview but i'm looking for the video that you didn't put in here where it showed hunters um with the solar subclass 100 percent up uh super time not 100 percent, but it's it's pretty up there uh, give me one second before I, I talk about this Titan thing because I sent a video. That would have been last to... week. Was it last yeah, week? We, so you did. We, 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 okay, put, we put two Hunter videos in last week, I believe. Okay. Um, all right. In that case, uh, the Astacross guide where it says Magnetic Darkness Void Titan Build. Uh, basically, you get the chest piece that gives you two grenades. Oh, and then you go. That's the one. And then you go to the Void subclass, uh, Bottom Tree, on your Titan, and you select the grenade that's uh, the sticky nade. Right? Magnetic, yeah. And what happens, that one, 
And what happens is um, you got to go to your artifact, and there's a mod on your artifact that says uh, void grenades have a weakened effect. Oppressive darkness. <clears throat> That's the one. <laughs> and what happens is, let's say you're you're in PvP, and you got a, let's say you got a, a Titan, you know, using his super across the map, and you know he's going to get you eventually. If you tag him with one of these magnetic grenades, before it even detonates, right, just hitting him with it has the weakened effect and will take him out of his super. And then it'll detonate twice. And with the weakened effect being applied when you stuck it to him, those two detonations kill anyone. And I'm not joking. It's, it's, it, you know how, like, if you, if you played with the uh, double exploding grenades on a Titan before, you'll see, you'll remember that it'll take what their entire shield and just a little chunk of their health. Yeah. But they're still very much alive. With this build, it takes their whole shield and their whole health bar because you applied weakness as soon as you stuck it to them. So that is a very dirty build, and you get two grenades. And if you max out your discipline, you get a grenade back every 30 seconds? 32 seconds. 32 seconds. Mm -hmm. And so you're just spamming weakness grenades and one-shotting dudes the whole match. It was disgusting, and I, I hate to say it was actually a lot of fun <laughs> to just one-shot everybody with grenades the whole match. Um, but yeah, no, that... That's an actual fun build. I did quite enjoy that. I was telling Parody before the podcast that I'd done this build and I found an old armor piece, an old helmet in my collections for my Titan and it had enhanced ashes to assets. So what that basically gives you is more super the, if you get a grenade kill. So I had that on my, my helmet. I then added a um, grenade mod to boost up my discipline. I then found the highest pair of gauntlets that I've got for the new set with highest discipline added a, again, a grenade mod for the discipline. So I've got up to 90, which I believe is 37 seconds for cooldown. But then I also found an old, old pair of legs with enhanced bomber. So every time that I use a class ability, it will do a rapid cooldown of my grenade. And then on my class item, I put the, the new mod and then put the um, discipline mod for the grenades. And with the armamentarium, I decided, you know what, I'm going to keep this thing. I might as well kind of masterwork it. And I was explaining to Parody, once you get to doing masterwork seven, eight and nine, it's for an exotic piece. It seems to be two of those uh, enhancement shards for seven. And then another two for eight. And then for nine, I believe it was three of those shards. And then for mastering work it, master working it to 10 was three of those uh, ascendant um, orb shards that you can get. And seeing as they're pretty rare, I decided to do it because it was something I was going to keep. But that is absolutely bonkers to masterwork an exotic armor piece it, that takes a hell of a lot of your resources so you're going to want to kind of masterworking anything takes a lot of your resources but yeah especially the no but for legendary legendary it's not as many shards and i believe the ascendant shard it only takes one to masterwork a legendary piece of armor yeah but if you have to buy that ascendant shard that's essentially 100 of your uh what's it called it's the um 
Enhancement course. Yes. yes. Yes, that'd be the thing. A hundred of those. Because it's ten of those for each shard, and then you need ten shards to make the orb. So that's a hundred freaking enhancement cores just for a legendary item. Wow. That's why those nightfalls are important. <laughs> Do the nightfalls get your get your orbs, man. And apparently you can farm the nightfalls to get the drops randomly throughout the you don't it's not like we've had previously that you you get the one drop or possibility of the one drop at the end and that's it for the week you can literally go in and farm the nightfalls now which is quite good so you the higher up that you go in the tiers if you get to the 980s and if you manage to do it this week then you do have a chance to get those um ascendant shards and the enhancement um shards and enhancement cores and exotics as well so it's worth doing if you can get that high yeah but nobody nobody else is mad about this right we we complained for so long that we don't want enhancement cores to be a part of the process so bungie took away the enhancement cores for part of the process but the things that you need to do the process if you buy them take up an exponential amount of enhancement cores. So Bungie's like, oh, you don't like them? Ha, huh? we'll change it. We've made it worse. <laughs> yeah, but that's only if, again, like we've discussed between the two of us or the three of us previously that you didn't even masterwork your old armor. So I did not. It's, it's only to get to masterwork of 10 on your armor piece to then insert more mods. And they're not stopping you from using the good mods that you can get on your artifact or on it's, it's your not the mods. It's not the mods. No, but the mods, okay, the so... mods improve your gameplay. And like we've we've said with some of these builds, they improve what you can actually do. So you don't have to masterwork that armor. You can go up to roughly a seven or maybe even an eight with just using enhancement cores. And it only takes a minimum amount of those enhancement cores plus glimmer. I understand. And, but and what things. I'm telling you is it's you don't masterwork just for the mods. You masterwork because every piece of masterworked gear gives you plus twelve bleh, plus twelve points to your overall stats. No, it only gives you plus two. Each one gets plus two. There's six of them. There's twelve points there. Mm-hmm. Thank you and good night, British dad. I know how to math. Anyway. Don't confuse um, people. It's plus two each, on each stat. It's not plus 12. But there's on each six stats. Oh, yeah. So there's plus 12 to your overall stats, which is what I said. Correct me if I'm wrong. I will. And, yeah. and delete it out of the podcast. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. So how many pieces of armor do you have? How many is that times 12? That's how many points you get to your overall I mean, stats by I mean, master. The number of pieces of armor he has is is a very large number, and I'm not sure we have time. How many pieces count can you wear on a character? <laughs> and each one of those pieces gives you twelve listen, points to your overall stats. Listen, that's a lot count, of points to your overall stats. Can I count my edge transit? I can do a Joey from France. Can I count my edge transit gauntlets that I fashioned, or the or my vex offensive scout rifle boots? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I have so many edge transits and vex offensive scout rifles. I've actually fashioned them into armor pieces. Oh, <laughs> just a chess piece made out of edge transits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm you telling you, the, the, the vex offensive scout rifle boots are great. You should try them. <laughs> Takes a little crafting, a little witchcraft, but it's okay. Eris has got you covered. So, okay. should we move on? No. Yes, I think we should. No. I think we should. There's only a few more things to to cover here. So weapons. 
this week there's a, a ton of weapons that are dropping from vex offensive dropping from the raid and old weapons that are now coming back into the meta as it were so Deicide has a Vex Offensive God Roll weapon guide for every single weapon from the Vex Offensive. So he goes over what rolls you should be looking out for each weapon available. And I mean, it varies depending on each weapon, what you could kind of pair with each thing. So it's worth a watch. Mtash has the console's best hand cannon, and he showcases the new Vex Offensive 180 hand cannon, the Optive, and it has the God Roll, he says, with Rapid Hit and Kill Clip. He says that he could have done with, I think it was accurized rounds on it, and maybe it, or maybe it did have accurized rounds, but he, I think he's missing out on a masterwork of range, and it would be the, you know, the God Roll. But he shows you what's really good with that new weapon. He also has the S-tier weapon, Thorn Shadow Keep Showcase. <laughs> I called this two podcasts ago. Didn't I call this? Probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. I said I said with how they changed the hand cannons, freaking um with the range, yes. Recoil. Yeah. No range. The recoil. Well, you, you can, the recoil you can say I'm telling you. You can say well, and we could say that you're wrong, but MTash says it's the range. And with the thorn and the damage over time, that it doesn't lose the damage over time from mm-hmm. being shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is now an S tier weapon, and he in the video he mm-hmm. kind of goes over why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also because it's easier to use because the kick isn't as severe, so you can land your shots. Holy crap! As to cross, we'd also like to point out the Vigilance Wing Sandbox update, and he says that the changes to the rapid footballs. And Vanguard with... and Destiny Fun Police would like to point out you just skipped both of them to go directly to Astacross. He would like to point out that the Vigilance <laughs> Wing. Got a buff. Ding. No, what are you talking about? There's Astacross down there with the Raid Pulse Rifle, but I'm going over the Vigilance Wing, which is above True Vanguard and Destiny Fun Police. No, because right after right after Thorn's Shadow Keep uh, Showcase, which is what you we just talked about, True Vanguard is talking about the Omnison Ice Sniper. We've just talked about so Thorn. We talked about Thorn. Follow the list. Yeah. Mtash, and right Astacross. after that, I'm looking Mtash, at it. Yeah, and right after that is True Vanguard Shadow Case on the Omniscient Eye Sniper. That is what you have on the list you sent me. If you have a different list, you are wrong, sir. You are wrong, and you need to be ashamed of yourself. Okay, I have a different list, and I've just realized that I sent you the old one. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> Top quality content. Continue, gents. Well, I thought it was interesting to add even at the you know the the last minute so with the changes to the pulse rifles with the with the rapid fire ones vigilance wing actually got a buff as well it fires slower 10 points slower than the other rapid frame pulse rifles but it makes it up with the five bursts that it now does and he says it's a complete that beast it now in PvP. Does? well no it it does no but like now as in <laughs> with the, the change it's it's, i know it's uh, no, no, now it's a beast Yes. Because okay. five but now it's a beast. I don't know what I said, but yeah. So moving on to True Vanguard. He has a show a showcase for the omnis omnipotent oh omniscent 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 eye sniper. And Maleficent? Yeah. <laughs> he goes into detail and shows you the gameplay and how this new raid sniper is is with its average perks is really really good so he's kind of going to go back and look for a better version but it looks really nice the the sleekness of this um, sniper rifle and it looks very sticky as well destiny fun place has a showcase on the reckless oracle 
which is the new raid auto rifle and he says it's the best rapid fire auto rifle i believe it's 720 so it's very similar to the guiding star that i like which is a primary kinetic weapon but that's kind of d2 at year one so it hasn't kind of got any of the perks that can be unlocked and added to with all the mods and things and he goes over what to look out for on your rolls and how to use it well so basically don't use it at pulse rifle range and then we have Asacross raid pulse rifle showcase with the sacred provenance provenance i think it's provenance provenance that's it sacred provenance there you go i was waiting for you i believed in you and he said uh, this is the first aggressive pulse rifle to have rapid hit and kill clip and he says it's the best pulse rifle in the game so far and this is again one of those clever dragon uh uh horrors least kind of fast firing weapons and with rapid hit i believe the more hits that you get on a is it precision hits that you get on somebody the faster your reload uh speed will be and that pairs really nicely with kill clip so it may be one that you want to kind of farm for in the raid as well and then as we've highlighted before before shadow keep with looking out for the better devil's hand cannon it looks like it is the best again and several youtubers have said you should be looking for this weapon go to chats turn in your crucible tokens and hang on to the rolls of this weapon so mtash has the best hand cannon perks to look out for for the better devil and he says that it's explosive rounds uh, with a range masterwork and he compares it to his god roll or stringer and spare rations that he got from last season that we've previously showcased for videos on and he goes over the differences between it and the ranges that you can get on this with the explosive rounds are are literally bonkers compared to what the the range drop off is so it's worth a look um and if hand cannons are your thing go and get it uh cami cakes also has hold on before we move on he asked the people that watch him in the video can the freaking um trust hand cannon roll with explosive payload yes it can it is the curated role now he knows moving on did you leave him a comment did you like comment and subscribe no, or did i you want just him tell to us? listen to our podcast obviously right so did you put a link to this podcast in his in his show so he can go find it that would have been he, a great idea he will now would have been <laughs> cammy cakes has also got a better devil's pvp gameplay and again he has the same role that um mtash has with the rangefinder range masterwork and the explosive rounds and he talks about what he pairs it with and how he plays so if there's something that you're kind of interested in with hand cannons and the way that the i'd say the professionals play then um have a look at this hand cannon and then finally this is the weapon that i'm grinding for i i'm guessing that respawn is as well fallout plays has a ritual weapon review on randy's throwing nice scout rifle yes now <laughs> I I wasn't I wasn't particularly fussed about this until I watched Fallout's video, and when he said that it's a rapid fire, connect scout, that could roll kill clip, and rapid it, I was like, oh my god, I have and to Zen get this moment. Weapon. Yeah, no, that Zen moment is also deadly on it too. Snapshot sites and dead and and Zen moment. Oh. But I I. I, I didn't realize that this is the Black Scorpion, which I really, really love, which is the energy weapon version, you know, like the Frostmars Hex that I've kind of pointed so many people in the direction of. It's a really, really good scout rifle. The, the rapid hit and the precision on these rapid hit scout rifles is amazing. And I love using them in Crucible. So to find out that there's a kinetic version that's going to be even better, 
I've now kind of started grinding in the comp and it's not so bad to be honest but it's very much similar to how you got the last pinnacle weapon which was the sniper so you can go into comp and as long as you're getting points at some point and you get up to 2100 points and it's accumulative so even if you lose points the the quest still tracks that you still earn those points so it won't take any points away from you it'll just keep going up and up and up until you hit the 2100 points you also need to get scout rifle kills in crucible and getting like double kills and medals throughout that will also progress the other two parts of the quest so it's not a bad quest to go for for this new ritual weapon and that's it i'm done with all my videos and telling people what to watch this week right um it, no, you're you're absolutely right. It's it's going to be a very deadly uh, scout rifle. And in in saying that, I had a guy on my team that was using the oxygen to get his scout rifle kills, <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, whoever gets killed by this guy and his oxygen, they're going to be <laughs> confused and hurt and just not yes. know what to do with their, themselves right. anymore. I got killed by the oxygen. What? Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, I was like, why don't you just use the Mita? He goes, because this one, this one's gonna incite raid rage in people when they play <laughs> against us, and it's gonna make them mess up. I'm like, are you being serious? He goes, yes. I'm like, you are my favorite deputy, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of Midas. I've seen a lot of Polaris lances, but I've I've used the um, Black Scorpion to try and get my kills. So, how's that working for you for the kills part? Uh, really well, actually. Yeah, I haven't started that yet, not on purpose. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm grinding. As soon as I'm done with this freaking Luna's Howl, dude, just it's uh, uh, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I hate this grind. Last night I was on a step, and I I, I thought it was the last step. I was like, hey, you have to kill so many people in the, in, in the crucible with this hand cannon. And I was like, cool, boom, done. Next one said, hey, now you got to do solo kills. And for the life of me, I thought the solo kills was the last part of the quest step, and I was like, "Yes, yes, I completed it." Now you have to get precision hand cannon kills in combat. I'm like, "No!" Oh yes. <laughs> so I think I ran with so a, bad. I ran with a triple. Well, no, I ran with a double hand cannon loadout with everything spec for enhanced what I could get for hand cannons and lucky pants. And just absolutely nutty on my hunter. That's the only way I did it was on my hunter. I haven't got to. Do, I can't do it on my hunter for some reason. The only person I have it unlocked on is my warlock. My I don't know how this happened. I don't know why my warlock has the furthest in this quest line <laughs> for this thing. But I can't use the lucky pants because I'm playing. I'm doing it on a warlock, dude. But on the bright side. On the bright side, what I have been doing is with the Warlock and the new exotic hand cannon, I pop a freaking um, uh, enhanced damage rift, and I'm one-shotting dudes. Ooh, if you, that's if you nice. catch them in the head. Yeah. So that's you got to actually get somebody sitting still long enough to shoot them. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, Therein it's, lies it's... the problem with the hand cannons. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's dirty, though. But, but watching these videos that we're talking about with uh, all the new artifact things, I'm doing this on the arc subclass from a warlock. So not only do I get arc buddies that help me out, but mm -hmm. with that new mod that you get from the gate Lord's eye, whenever I cast my rift, I get my rift back faster because of that, that new mod. So 
it's if you guys are interested you know you can use empowering riffs more often now with that new mod but yeah i've actually seen people just like some of the strikes or nightfalls we were running the other day with uh i ran a bunch with blue screen and actually seeing people running empowering riffs i was like oh wow that's actually a thing you can do now because i can't remember last time i saw one before that yeah normally people run that in the crucible for obvious reasons i didn't know this ahead of time I was still using healing. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to heal. And then somebody turns a corner and shotguns you. So I'm like, hmm, that's not the right way to go about this. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should do, I, I should get the jump on them, pop the empowering, and hopefully kill them before they know I'm there. That's the way to do it. Uh, but no, dude, just for anyone that's got the Luna's Howl and God forbid the freaking Not Forgotten, you, you guys are nutty because <laughs> this grind is dumb it's absolutely stupid uh just uh, i'm broken, I'm broken <laughs> i was gonna say you you've broken a respawn yeah with and your grind I, for your, your pinnacle weapons yeah and i was trying to get good on pc with mouse and keyboard right because in pv in pve it's fine you know i do whatever i want with the mouse and keyboard but pvp if you're not an expert on m and k you're done you're a hundred percent done. So my 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 Katie tanked the first couple of days because I'm like I'm gonna get good with mouse and keyboard. I swear to God. And after about the fifth game of being point three three Katie, I'm like, you know what? I'm going back to controller until I get good with mouse and keyboard. But yeah, no, those guys are they're bonkers. It's if you haven't played on PC, either one of you guys, I. You should do it because it looks beautiful and it's it's great. And mouse and keyboard is fun, but don't take it into PvP. <laughs> <laughs> if you love yourself and your mental health means anything to you, do not go into PvP unless you've been playing mouse and keyboard for years because it's going to be a bad experience. You're going to have a bad time and you're going to seriously contemplate never playing the game anymore after this pvp experience all right <laughs> you do what you want but as somebody that just went through this i am i am giving you knowledge from experience <laughs> don't do this to yourself <laughs> if you have a wife if you have kids if you love yourself in any way shape or form do not use mouse and keyboard in pvp unless you know what the hell you're doing all right it's, it's a bad day <laughs> bad few days actually no so I've got I've got Xboxes. I haven't even turned on the cross save. I'm waiting for that Google Stadia because they, they're saying that Google Stadia is going to be even quicker than playing on a console because they're going to use their their you know AI voodoo to to anticipate what you what move you want to make before you even make it. So that's right. Google Stadia is going to be the, turn the, be the new the new tier you platform. You have a sniper. Exactly. <laughs> the game the game will be like it, it'll take the sniper out of your vault, equip it, give you the ammo for it, and land the headshot before you even know what you've done. So that's right. There you go. You're still trying to figure out what to do on the other side of the corner. The game's already registered. You killed. Uh, but no, I did find this out the other day. So here's a gem. I didn't know if you guys knew about this, but did you know that there's a way that people are, I don't want to say hack, but they're installing software on their Xbox to allow them to use mouse and keyboard in Destiny on Xbox. Did you guys know about that? Um, is this is, is while, this like something allowed you to put? Yeah, is this on anyway? Haven't they? When no, when do no, we when do we tell him that, uh... that Destiny? You currently cannot do that in Destiny. Not right now. You cannot. I've tried it. You can't do it. Hmm. You have to download specialized software on your Xbox, and that will allow you to use mouse and keyboard 
on Destiny on Xbox. Now, apparently, I don't know how true this is, but I was told by the individual that educated me on this that Destiny considers that cheating because you are modifying the game in a way that is not, quotes, currently intended. So, and I can tell you, when you get into the higher tiers of comp, because the guy that I was playing with was in the 5,000 range for comp, and, like, you can't get off a shot without getting sniped from three directions. It it, it does feel like it's an aimbot, and, and I was like, what the fuck? Do these guys have, like, aimbots on or something? He says, no, they have MNK. And I was like, what? You can do that now? He goes, no, but you technically can do it if X, Y, and Z. So he's the one that educated me on this, and... Mouse and keyboard mm. on Xbox is deadly. Like uh, for the well, guys that know how to use it, I'm saying not well, me. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, yeah. I mean, mouse and keyboard against controller players in PvP, there's no contest. No, it's, it's not. Really it's not. not the same barrel of fish at all. Yeah, it's not the same thing. The, the, okay. the, the, the two matches I played with him in 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 this uh, bracket, every single shot that killed me. I'm not exaggerating. You can go back and look at the gameplay. It was from four days ago. Every single shot that killed me was a headshot. Every shot. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. That That's accuracy known only to the gods. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. I, I don't know where I was going with this. It was just an experience I had, and I felt like I should share it because it sucked. Fair enough. <laughs> and it was PvP related. Parody, have you got anything left to say, or did you just want to get us out of here? I think we've said all we can say for one week. I think we've given the people all the good information. And really, if you don't have enough videos to watch by now, I don't know what you're doing with yourselves. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. Your Titans this week are Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. You can email the show at twotitansandahunterhotmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at twotitansandahunter. You can try to join the Frozy clan at join.frozen.party, but uh, we'll probably kick you out if you haven't played because we're full. So go join the Guardian Hub. Go join the other clans we feature because no one else wants to be featured, so no one loves us anymore. You can find your favorite Guardian on Xbox Live or PC. You can watch the show on YouTube. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Send us your money. I leave you with Visions of Titans in Helms of State 14 because it's the last thing you'll ever see. Enjoy your punch, your Peregrine Greaves, and your sweet, sweet release of death. Say goodbye, boys. Bye, boys. Later, Gators. Don't let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. The armor's not good anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. The armor's not good anymore. Let it go. This is armor 2.0 now.